0: We're back at the world famous Wiener Circle in Chicago, Illinois, Lincoln Park neighborhood. And right now, we're enjoying a Mezcal Paloma, which is delicious, by the way. Yeah. This is really refreshing, especially on a day like today. And on a seasonably warm 88 degree day, it was like 40 degrees it's yesterday. It's like,
1: hot, more than that, it's like 90 something. Yeah. Ridiculously I'm, hot in I Chicago I'd for a May day.
0: Have swamp ass right now. Doesn't that bother you? And we're also enjoying some cheese fries. Are you a cheese fried man? I am a cheese fry, I man. I fucking love cheese fries, even with a fork. I think that's the best way to prepare fries.
1: The, with the Merck's cheese sauce? Merck's oh, is the yeah. best. fantastic. You can't, you can't go wrong.
0: Also the healthiest. And while we're at this great restaurant, we're talking about another movie that's associated with a restaurant. One of my favorite, like, my, my favorite, I want to say comedies of the last, like, whatever, because it's not, like, one of the best, I don't think. But there's something charming about it. That movie is.
1: Waiting. I hope you enjoyed everything. I know I did. Is everything prepared okay?
0: How about some dessert? How would
1: you like your steak prepared?
0: The five second rule, the five One. second rule. Ah. Two, three. <laughs> no. so we almost had to switch to the 10 second rule. I didn't see this right when it came out, 2007, I think. But a few years later. Mm-hmm. But the ad for this movie always stuck with me. Because they always showed them the scene with the most disgusting scene in the movie when the, dude, uh, the woman returns the steak, sends, the, sends the, the, the steak back to the kitchen, and they like spit in dandruff and uh, put pubic hair on the steak. They've showed part of that in the ad, and I always, the movie just, even though it wasn't like a box office hit and a huge movie, it was kind of like an indie film, that always stuck with me, and I thought about this for years at a time, and I, would, I like, am hesitant to ever send back food at a restaurant.
1: I mean, that's bold, the fr- to put that into the commercial,
0: that's, they didn't, like, show, like, the details. They showed, like, I think Dane Cook or whoever, like, spits in it. So they showed, like, somebody sending back a steak and they go...
1: That's still bold
0: yeah. to show that. Yeah, but, like, this... And then after I saw the movie, I've seen it several times, and I love this movie. It's, it's hilarious, but there are several things about it that make me hesitant to ever be mean to a waiter, which I would never do in, in general, but, like, send back food, anything like that. Did you ever work in a restaurant?
1: Well, so that's... I was actually going to talk about that. Like, I think it's one of the important things that everybody needs to do in their life is they need to work in some sort of food service and they need to work in retail because if you don't work in either of those two elements, like you're, you could be a real dick. Totally. to people. Like that's where Karen's are. Like mm-hmm. Karen's have never spent a day working in retail. Karen's have never spent a day working in food service. Um, and I did, I spent two summers working in food service. Like, you have a respect for it. And, like, the whole tagline is don't mess with people who handle your food, right? Like, that's yeah. one of the taglines of this movie. And that's 100% true. Like, never mess with people who are going to handle your food.
0: And this movie really opened my eyes to it. Maybe it's because, like, I was like 13 when this movie came out or whatever. Like, I didn't think about it too much. But I really do. Like, this movie reinforced, and I think it hits the nail on the head. I, I don't know. I don't know if you want to say where you worked when you were in food service or if any horror stories from behind the scenes.
1: No, I just, like, I mean, but, the only thing I'll say is um, the one thing that sticks with me is, there actually two things that stick with me. Number one is I would leave work and I would, like, reek of panini. Like, greasy, like, grease panini because this place where I worked, we made paninis. And the oil from the, like, panini machine, I would just reek of it. And then the other thing was, there was this one dude uh, who was intoxicated, It was I happened to work at a place where it was like, people would be intoxicated. Not unlike at the Wiener Circle where people come at night and are intoxicated and talk back, only as a high school kid I could not talk back to these people who were clearly, like, in their 20s and 30s, you know, uh, day traders or worked at the Board of Trade, like, total D-bags. But this one dude ordered some sort of drink from the fountain, like a fountain drink. And, um, like, I got his pop ready for him. And, like, he accused me of, like, blowing into his drink. Cooling off. And I was like, dude, I didn't do it. And he's like, and he got, like, all angry and, like, made me pour it out, and get him a new cup, and pour him a new beverage, which, what the hell do I care? Like, it's not my, not my beverage machine, not my, you know, not my money, but, like, those are the, like, two things that stick with me, and, like, that dude, yeah, I totally should have spit into his second beverage. But you're not a monster. But I'm not a monster. Like, I'm not an asshole, but, well, I might be an asshole, but I'm not a terrible person who would do something like that to somebody's... Food right or drink.
0: But the thing is, I'm sure it doesn't happen that often. <clears throat> but it definitely, it happens. Oh yeah. It's gotta happen. I, uh, this the unsanitariness of how they handled the kitchen and like they were showing each other their ball and waiting like their balls and stuff and like yeah. all the dicking around at, like behind the scenes. I worked at a place, little place, mom and pop place called Cold Stone Creamery. You make me smile like sun fall. Crazy on a Sunday night. You make me dance like food. Forget how to breathe. Shine like gold,
1: oh, buzz like beef. Just the thought of you can drive me
0: wild Or oh, you make me smile. I think I mentioned this on a prior episode. I think you did. <clears throat> and we uh I have so many horror stories. I don't care if they wanna come at me. Sue me, whatever, these are all 100% true. You can't handle the truth! And I don't care if Coldstone Creamery is embarrassed by it. I just do not have the best. They're still thing. around, right? They're still around, oh, they're still around. Uh, I remember on my, supposed must have like my third or fourth day in Cold Stone Creamery. I don't know if I should say the location of it. I don't know how hard I should go on, on this particular Cold Stone Is Creamery. that location still around? I'm pretty sure, I haven't been back to it. I've never been back to a Cold Stone Creamery since I stopped working there. And I may never. But I was opening the store, and I'm uh, like getting everything ready and there's this giant dead fly in the sweet cream ice cream. Like giant, like just raisin size, like massive. And I'm I new, it's my third day, and I said to the, like the team lead, I'm like, what do I do with this here fly? And she's like, oh, just scoop it out. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to throw out the ice cream or anything? She's like, nah, just, just, just take the fly out. So I take the fly out, we open the store at 11 a.m., woman comes in, first customer at 11 a.m., gets sweet cream. I, this is how like, good of a person I am, not, not just not a monster. I scooped around in like, a really weird way to get around it. But somebody had ice cream that day that had fly debris in it. We had uh, a dude brought in a, f- uh, we were closing up the shop one night, and a dude went out back and found a frog and brought the frog in and let the frog loose in the uh, back area by the ice cream. Was he, was he like pissed off at you well, guys? Like, everyone that worked there was a jag off. It was exactly like waiting. Like it was a bunch of like lowlifes. So it was like a frog jumping around and the manager was screaming, ah! and people were like chasing the frog. People were laughing. I'm like this is disgusting. Like I, I am so gross. I mean, maybe it's a couple bad apples, but I was so grossed out from that experience. And then, like you said, like it does, it is a good experience to work in food service or retail because I had to deal with customers all the time. I hate that. Was, Never had, like, a really bad experience with a customer, but I was anxious about, like, wanting to do right by yeah. the customer and, like, making sure everything was appropriate. And Cold Stone's very expensive, very overpriced, and people would sometimes complain about the prices, so I would always undercharge people. So I owe Coldstone a lot of money. At one time, there was, like, a family of five, and, like, there's a big line. Because it was right next to a movie theater. So, like, it was always busy. And I'm, like, going really fast. And I don't want to overcharge them. So I purposely, like, undercharged them by, like, six bucks or something. Uh-huh. And the dad is, like, counting up. So like, this, he's like, this isn't right. This isn't, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to get called out. I'm going to get fired. Thankfully, the wife's like, come on. we got to go. But I would undercharge people all the time. I owe Cold Stone so much money. Well, that's, I mean, good
1: job for anybody that caught Joe on a day. Uh, of right, right, yeah.
0: And But then you had the tip. They, when they tip, like... He had to sing a song, it was a whole thing.
1: People talking without
0: speaking, people hearing without listening. But I, that crew at Coldstone was very similar to this like, just a bunch of people that are immature. Didn't have like the Ryan Reynolds character that's kind of creepy and like hesitant to sleep with an eight to 17 year old yeah. girl. Real like. real creep, uh, Ryan Reynolds.
1: I must say, there's nothing more attractive than tainted youth. Yes, I am indeed a pervert.
0: A joke that would not fly. No, no. I'm kind of actually surprised that it's still, I mean, it's fine, because they don't, I mean, it's, I don't even know if it's fine. It's, it's very, like, it's weird to watch now. Um, a manager that's kind of a jackass, and there's always one guy there who, uh, like, Justin Long's character, that's like, I don't want to be here. I should be in college. Like, what am I doing? I'm I wasting my time. Yeah, so I think it nails all the dynamics of working in a restaurant or, like, a store or something.
1: Yeah, for sure, and, you know, This movie, I don't think I saw. I didn't see it in the theaters. But this was one of those movies. I've talked about it before, how uh, Comedy Central, when Comedy Central used to do comedy uh, and do, like, movies, like, this was a movie that they showed all the time. Time It was, like, this movie. um, It was Idiocracy. Like, there was just a couple that they just showed all the time. This was one of them. This is 2005. This movie is right at the peak of right at the peak of Dane Cook and the ascension of Ryan Reynolds yeah, really I think exactly right it, like yeah. even though Ryan Reynolds was in two guys a- even though Ryan Reynolds was in two guys a girl in a pizza place Beep. even though Ryan Reynolds was in two guys a girl in a pizza place mm-hmm. um, and you know was in some other movies in van wilder Beep. 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 Uh, and things like that um, this is kind of like the intersection of of the two of them but this is really like a Justin Long vehicle
0: and oh 100% and Justin Long went on to he did Accepted like a year later like and he this, like
1: all of these movies yeah. at the same time with Justin Long like that's um, you know the, the time frame this is but like the two different because like Dane Cook as a comedian was reviled right yeah. because of like wasn't Louis C.K. calling him out, stealing with yeah. Joe? Because everything
0: I read about me was about how I stole jokes from you, which I didn't. I kind of think you did. But this is this is still 2005. This is still like Dan Cook peaked like 05, 06, he was yeah. on the cover of Time magazine. But you were on the
1: corner, the little corner thing. It wasn't the not like when the
0: president is on the cover. That's when he was huge. It yeah. was like a, shortly after that is when the downfall. Yeah, for sure. He became oversaturated. Yeah,
1: uh, and he only has like a small role. In this movie, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. not—it's not like a big thing. Like Ryan Reynolds, this is like—he's got a big role in it. There's so much with the the dynamics of the individuals who are working in this kitchen, and like, I think there's there's one segment where um, I don't know the character's name, um, but she's the angry waitress.
0: Oh, she's so funny. Um, she might be the funniest character in the whole movie.
1: There was a scene that they wanted to do where everybody. Basically, like, shows their vagina, and what ends up happening is, is she ends up, like, lifting up her skirt or whatever to show her cooch, and like that's all that they they show. But like, they asked Anna Faris, and she was like, "I just did that in um, in Scary Movie," yeah. And they asked the other the um, the other actors, and they were like, "No, we're not, we're not doing that." Um, but like, her character. With the like I'm gonna do anything but I'm angry as fuck that like it hits like, it hits in real life too like you think about your office yeah. right like anybody's office you've got one dude who might be a little creepy one dude who doesn't want to be there you know somebody who is angry somebody who's all bubbly and cheery right like and, and a manager who is just the worst just pick your pick your environment. Like that's why this movie kinda of hits.
0: One um, of one of the funniest scenes is when that angry waitress she's like yelling in the back and then they they follow her, the camera follows her, walking off out from the kitchen back to the table, and she like turns a smile on. She's like, Can I get you guys any it was yep. so fucking perfect because I don't have what it takes to be a waiter. Like I could never do it. I have a lot of respect for people who are great waiters and waitresses. Yeah. Cause I just can't fake a personality like I don't like interacting with strangers that much. It makes me anxious. I have every quality that a good waiter has, I can't do it. And when I see these waiters that are really bubbly, but not even in a fake way, they're just like really good at like seeing me engage and being like, hey, how's your day going? I'm yeah. I'm Joe, can I get you anything, blah, 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 Great, I'll be right back with that, blah, blah, blah. I'm always like amazed. It seems like a low bar, but like I can't do that. And I wonder what they're like when they leave the table. Yeah. You I mean, can't possibly, it's got to be partially an act. When you, is, when yeah, you do sure. that 40 times in a night.
1: I mean, even it, even in an office, right? Like, it's an act yeah. for, you know, the bubbly person.
0: 100%. I'm glad that I'm not in an office setting anymore. Like you and I worked in the same office for a couple of years. I, I, the pandemic, like, conditioned me to never be able to do that again.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Fuck that. Somebody else who's in this movie uh, that was at the height of their career... Andy Milanakis.
0: Yes, talk about the height of his career it was not that long.
1: No, it was. It, it, he was like the uh, life of a star, burning bright and fast, and then out. Although I do want to note, um, Andy Milanakis has become a grandmother, a Florida grandmother. If in case you haven't seen him recently, um,
0: he's on TikTok, and I've seen him on TikTok yet. Yeah.
1: Um, with his glasses and like his whole so like, TikTok? he Can looks like a. A Florida
0: grandmother. What? How old he is now? Because when he was huge in like 04 05 around then, I felt like he. How old was he in the movie? Do you know? Like he'd I mean, he's
1: he's he's older 20s. than me.
0: Is he really? He's older than me. God, he's really fucking old. I'm kidding. Well, I mean,
1: like that's, that.
0: yes, <laughs> yes, but he's older than me. That's wild. Yeah, because I I don't even know. It's weird when you peek of doing something that's very niche to that time period and you're really young. Yeah. Like I wonder I think like Bo Burnham's having a career probably as a director and like a filmmaker because he's had success in that but it's weird to see somebody who gets famous in their 20s. I always wondered that about Bo. Like what are you going to be like in your 40s? Yeah. you see people like these TikTok stars that are in their 20s. What is the rest of their career going to be? They're not going to be still doing Dancing on TikTok. Well, Addison Rae yeah. is not going to be dancing on TikTok when she's forty-five.
1: The, well, that, I don't understand that element of it. Like, I don't either. I I don't get it. Um, and especially because it's funny because they've all been called out for stealing their dancing and their dance moves from other, like, in particular, these white women stealing dance moves yeah. from minority women and getting away with it and what, like, and yet they, here they are, like, making millions of dollars because. Likely with uh, the two sisters, uh, the D'Amelios, right? I think their parents, like, dropped a whole bunch of money to make that whole thing happen. But, like, okay, great. Like, what do you... Oh, I'm
0: dancing, like, ooh. Who that's, cares? That's where your parents invested in that. Well, hey... I, Invest in college or something. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I
1: don't get it. I, I, there's a lot I don't understand, and that's just one of the things I don't understand.
0: But to the point, Andy Melnakis, who would have thought, like, he would have no idea how to predict his career from, like, 2004 onward. Yeah. And apparently it's... Because he had,
1: he had a show. Yeah. People uh, love that show. Too. Because it was, like, the very beginning of the 2000s that his Super Bowl <clears throat> is Gay video came out. The Super Bowl is Gay. which is, like, what launched him to stardom. And everybody thought he was this, like, nine-year-old kid. Right. Even though he was not. He was, like, 18 at the time that he made the video.
0: But, but talk about not just star power in this. We've made several people that are huge or were huge. Yeah. Star power that is very 2005. Oh, yeah. This is, like, an extraordinarily 2005 movies. And there's, I mean, whoever's listening to this, I think that's going to make sense to them. It just—it's yeah. very stuck in this. I mean, Ryan Reynolds went on to be huge after this, but it's very like as someone that lived through 2005-2006, which I f- can sense Like, I'll argue that 2004 to 2006 is like a terrible time for comedy. I can't back. I'm not going to back this up right now. I've had a mezcal paloma we're having in the bag. We're eating cheese fries. I don't need to get into the details of it, but that's just a theory that I have. Is, is like plus of, I, I associate that with like shitty movies, shitty comedy. I don't know why. I can't they, back this I
1: up. I, I can understand, even though I can't back it up either.
0: Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know why. Like, I just, this is how I feel. In this movie, is even though I love the movie, it's like a time capsule of 2005.
1: Yeah, uh, although the only, the the rub to it not being a time capsule from 2005 is Luis Guzman. Now look, the main thing to remember is to get the other guy to unknowingly look at your cock and balls. okay? Don't just fucking pull down your pants and say, look at my... Th-.
0: Uh, yeah being in this movie <laughs> he's very he's, funny in the movie. he's, he's eternal like yeah.
1: uh being in this movie but um love him love him being in this movie uh, so this movie takes place in a restaurant called shenanigans yeah uh, which is kind of meant to be like Bennigan's yeah. right of course, a few years later in super Troopers uh there's the scene with farva
0: I swear to God I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans
1: <clears throat> hey farva. What's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the walls and the mozzarella sticks? You mean shenanigans? No. Oh. Oh. Um, I'm gonna say that Waiting and Super Troopers take place in the same universe. Okay. And there's, there's another reason why, not just because of shenanigans and kind of the time frame, too. Uh, early in the movie, there are, uh, there's a German couple sitting at the bar And they're speaking German in an Austrian accent. And I believe it's the guy who talks about the waitress's breasts. And is like, she's got great breasts. Which, of course, in Super Troopers, you have the two Germans, the uh, German man and woman, who are driving the Porsche and get pulled Mm -hmm. over and put into jail. And then end up... uh, uh, having a relationship of sorts in that movie. I, I, I think it, we're, we're running into the same kind of uh, elements here. And that might be, even though it's not physically the same uh, German couple, it might be the same German couple.
0: Can I expand on this? Yeah. <clears throat> and and uh, this is in the same universe as Office Space and tchotchkes and shenanigans are rival chains.
1: And, like, I believe Like Fridays it.
0: and Applebee's and Bennigan's yeah. and Chili's. Yeah, I believe it. It's all the same. Because like, Tchotchkes, I don't know if it's the same set. The inside of Tchotchkes looks like the inside of Shenanigans, which isn't that outlandish of a claim because you've never been to a Chili's and an Applebee's. It's the yeah. same restaurant.
1: I want to talk a little bit about the, the game that they play because um, for two things, for two elements I want to talk about. First, the fact that they call it the game. Mm-hmm. I also feel like this is a very 2005 thing, because... Showing, showing
0: your junk?
1: Well, not just that, not that element of it, but calling it the game. Because um, for a certain segment of the population would remember that in about 2005 or so, there was something on the internet called the game. And if... So you said the game, you already lost. And it was a whole thing with 4chan. and I don't remember um, this at all. So it was a whole, it, it was like a whole internet subculture. Uh, and I can't be the only one that remembers it because I do see every now and again, even like on TikTok, you have people of my generation and like slightly below, slightly younger than my generation, where they're mentioning it. Uh, the game. <laughs> the game. And, uh, if you, if you Google it later, like, you'll see the game is a whole, I'm so lost a whole, the whole thing. Story. Well, anyways, it's a whole internet subculture, uh, and it's like the epitome of 2005, but the whole thing of showing people your junk, I feel like, again, of a certain crowd, like, being in college at this time, but this movie came out as I was graduated from college. Okay. And I was in grad school at this point, but still could associate with what it was like in college. And the idea of showing people your junk, or saying, like, and, I, and I'm not gonna say who it was that would do this, and I'm not gonna say that it was me, and I'm not gonna say that it was not me, or that it was people, somebody that I might have known that would play a game called, I sat in some gum. What? And uh, this would involve wearing a pair of shorts, saying, oh no, I sat in some gum. And the same thing like with this game, right? Like you look at somebody's junk, you get punched, right? Uh, I sat in some gum and happened to, like, the shorts were managed in such a way that uh, a certain part of the anatomy, which could look like sat in (laughs) gum... Might be exposed. Uh, so I understand that a game like this would be played in a kitchen. Not so much.
0: But... No, I, I totally get it. A group of dudes after, like, 2000. like I, For some reason, I feel like 30 years ago, dudes weren't playing this game. They might think it's, like, a little, like...
1: So so like not in a, not not a homophobic way. The but.
0: mid-90s? Oh fuck. When I say thirty years ago I think of the sixties.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, thirty years ago is like the mid nineties.
0: So Alright, let's go back fifty years ago. Not in like a homophobic way, but they'd be like, That's a little like gay. <coughs> to yeah. like do that kind of thing. But when I was in junior high, which is around this time, we would always like tap each other in the balls, like someone would sneak up behind you and do like a little nut nut tap. And I can't believe that we thought that was funny. Oh, we were had a in so much pain. You'd be like on the ground at recess, like screaming. We also did this thing called Rhino, where you charge at somebody when they're, they're facing away from you. And then when you get up to them, grab them, and you jam your knee in their ass. It hurts so bad.
1: So the clap game or the slap game or whatever, um, we had a version of that, but we had rules to it too. And like, In order to play, um, you had to, if you were going to do that, you had to double clap. To be able to give enough notice.
0: Oh, you guys were nice. We so didn't, it was like it was ruthless.
1: And then, you know, you'd get.
0: That sounds way hit. better.
1: Um, the worst were the glancing blows. Yes. Not even
0: like the full-on, like yes.
1: straight punch to the to the dick, but like the glancing blows. Like those were the worst.
0: The taps hurt way more. We used to do like a full-on, like bam, like hard punch to the nuts, and that hurts obviously. Yeah. But it was the taps that hurt way more. The worst one I ever got. Was we were in gym class, we we're all lining up to do push-ups at the start of gym class, like a warm-up. And my friend Dom goes up behind me, and I'm like in a push-up position. So he's like, it's "Perfect." He reaches down and just goes on my scrotum. I'm down. I can't do a push-up. And the teacher's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I can't. I can't get up and down." And I can't believe we did this. We thought this was funny. Yeah. But this is perfect. Like guys would do this sort of thing. Yeah. Even now, I had some friends in uh, college, friends of mine from high school, who went to a different college. I'm just trying to disassociate myself from this game. But this game in their fraternity called Sneaky Nuts, okay, and it's where you're about to take a photo in like a group setting, it's just like anywhere. And right before the photo is happens, you unzip your pants, take out your balls, and put them out. Just just the balls, <laughs> not not the <to> So you <laughs> have a bunch of photos. So a little bit of some, something about Mary, right? Like how yeah, do, yeah, how do you right. get the beans above the Frank? Well, how the hell do you get the beans above the Frank? Like, yeah, which is really hard to do. So yeah, they <laughs> tuck it out, and then they, these these photos that I've seen of them are people in their fraternity where they're they're. Nuts are just hanging out of their pants. I, I, Guys are disgusting. This, this checks
1: out as yeah. somebody who was in college at this time. That yeah, fully checks out. In a restaurant setting, you might be pushing gross. it. Gross, but I told you about the frog <laughs> yeah. in
0: Goldstone. Yeah, there's a gross ass frog hopping around the Goldstone, and we can bleep it out just to be in, in, safe in <laughs> Illinois in the shopping mall. The Frog jumping around, flying the ice cream. People are gross outside of the uh, restaurant. They might they're gonna be gross inside the restaurant.
1: Oh yeah. As a note, uh, that uh, mall or strip mall or whatever uh, had the best secretary of state office that nobody would go to. Yeah. Uh, at least I believe it's right. Uh, uh,
0: Mine. And okay, so I'm Lake
1: county. All right, so but this I've, is also out, so This is also know. in Lake County, but this is. Uh, Waukegan, south of Deerfield. I've never heard anyone say the best secretary of state office. Uh, it's surprising, I know, but it's the best because nobody would go there. Like, there was nobody there.
0: Ever. The last thing I have to say about the movie, because you love sequels, is they made a sequel still waiting and I think, 2010, 2009. Ryan Reynolds... I haven't seen the sequel. It's panned. Like, it's... People hated it.
1: Ryan Reynolds is in it? He's not in it. Oh, okay.
0: So his career takes off you're talking about The Ascension doesn't reprise his role as the kind of rapey guy in the restaurant which is interesting. I mean I don't know why you wouldn't that you know. I do love this movie though. I I think uh, the score is um, I think it had kind of like you said the Comedy Central thing that happened to like Office Space and Idiocracy. I think it has sort of a cult following so I think I'm going to go high sixes on this like six six eight. I mean I agree. Um
1: I also feel like people are big about it because of it makes sense and don't fuck with people who handle your food. Relatable, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go 6-7. Six, 6-7. Seven. Six, seven. Fuck. Damn. I'm on fire tonight. It, it might be the hot dogs. It might be the Paloma. It might be the cheese fries. All great, by the
0: way. If you come to the Wiener Circle, world-famous Wiener Circle in Chicago, Illinois, Lincoln Park, Clark Street. Enjoy the bar area. We'll be back there. Uh, This is the relish room. Get the cheese fries, get a char dog, get a mezcal paloma. Yeah, This is a great time. And
1: make sure if you are coming uh, after midnight, which is a prime time uh, to to come to the Wiener Circle, um, make sure you get a chocolate shake. Look it up.